welcome back to 80s Pop Tops. My name is Shelby. I am your host of this weekly show of the top five hits from each month of the 80s. And right now we are in December of 1980. And we will be going over the top five songs for this year. And then once we are finished um, next week or later this week, I will be coming back with you with the first of two parts of the hidden or not top of the charts songs from the 80s that are just as important that you may remember or maybe even more important than the ones you may have heard on my regular show. So once again, thank you for coming back and let's get going. Today, we are starting at number five. Now, this is a, a song by a really well-known artist uh, who's gone a major career. He's done lots of well-known music and is considered one of the pillars of American music. So with that being said, let's give a listen to a song and then we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit about him.
All right, that was Bruce Springsteen's Hungry Heart, number five in December of 1980. This was his first Billboard singles hit, um, definitely not his first known song. That came in 1975 from the album and song Born to Run. But this was his first time coming into the charts at this point. Now, this album is from, or this song is from the album The River. This would be, like I said, his biggest hit until um, um, Dancing in the Dark in 1984. But this was his breakthrough for the pop audience or pop charts, as it was said. Um, this was used in many different soundtracks over the years, including Risky Business, um, The Wedding Singer, and Perfect Storm and stuff like that. You know, we're basing it in the time of when it came out. So, as I said, Bruce Springsteen is considered a pillar of American music. He released tons of albums that were album-oriented rock before this came out, so he was not an unknown. And then this was his time of the pop stardom started around now and definitely in the mid-80s to even now, but he's more considered just like a classic rock artist or just a classic artist of immense talent. He's a very good singer, very good songwriter, so... He's definitely done well for himself, as we said. Um, there are many things. There's no music video for the song, as it, he obviously is not really a fan of it. That's not really his thing. So he, this album did a modest. As I said, this song peaked at his, where it is right now, number five in December of 1980. So now let's go on to number four. Um, this is um, our number one song from our last month. This is um, Mr. Kenny Rogers. Lady, I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you. You have made me what I am, and I am yours. My love, there's so many ways I want to say. I love you Let me hold you in my arms Forevermore You have gone And made me such a fool I'm so lost in your love For so many years I thought I'd never find you You have come into my life and made me whole Forever Let me wait to see you each and every morning let me hear you whisper softly in my ear. In my eyes, I see no one else. 
number four Kenny Rogers for December 1980 um, as we, we've covered the song mostly in our last month's countdown for um, Kenny Rogers and lady your adult contemporary slow ballad definitely Kenny Rogers style um, so there's not much more to say about it but definitely places it in the time it came out good song but I would definitely not say timeless um, wedding singer song, wedding song makes you want to sit down in there and just misty eyed look out the window. So I don't know if there's much more I can say about good old Kenny. Um, set up, we lost him last year, and it's a voice that definitely reminds you of when you heard it. <laughs> All right, let's now move on to number three, another well known. American singer. Love on the rocks Ain't no surprise Just pour me a drink And I'll tell you some lies Got nothing to lose, so you just sing the blues all the time. Gave you my heart, gave you my soul. You left me alone here with nothing to hold. Yesterday is gone Now all I want is a smile
You need what you need You can say what you want Not much you can do When the feeling is gone Maybe blue skies above But it's cool When your love's on the rocks Big surprise. Just pour me a drink and I'll tell you my lies. Yesterday's gone. That was Love on the Rocks by Neil Diamond, uh, number three on our monthly countdown for 1980 December. Um, this was from the soundtrack for The Jazz Singer. This was a, sort of a revival for Neil after his um, bigger success in the 70s. Um, you Mainly songs from Sweet Caroline and stuff like that. This was his revival where he, he started the movie The Jazz Singer, which was an adaptation or a remake of the original play that came out in the 1920s so the third or fourth ad adaptation for this song there were other songs off of that movie in the soundtrack that also did well um none of them would do as well as this one reached this high which was its peak at number three um that was a be um america coming to america and turn on your heart light and more ballady stuff as came out for this album. I remember when this originally came out in the 80s, I was not impressed. I did not like this stuff. It was real sappy as the majority of this stuff as we're coming into the late 80s, late 80 is sounding like. I know it's very mellow and very slow and all that kind of stuff, but that's just what it was back then before other things would come around, you know, make its change, make its viability known. But what can you say about Neil Diamond? The man still around. And if you happen to be a Red Sox fan, you definitely know one of his songs. So, as I said, that was number three, Neil Diamond, Love on the Rocks. Now let's go to number two. Um, this was a, not an American singer, um, but was well known in the 70s as well. And he had a couple hits, so listen to let's listen to one of his. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. 
That was More Than I Can Say by Leo Sayer, number two for December of 1980. This song is a remake of a couple members of Buddy Holly's Crickets did in 1959. Um, a couple people did cover versions of this. I think this is the most um, charted the highest at number two, as we are listening to right now. This was done by Leo Sayer, um, a man who did a lot of different works. Um, to me, the this song is okay to his he has better versions of, or better songs, um, Long Tall Glasses, and another one he did in 1977 that is by far the much better song that just, I always remember from him that I liked. So that one was, let me pull it up real quick here, and that's When I Need You. That is a, one of the best songs, for my opinion, from him. The Long Tall Glasses is good as well. It's It's more of like a fun kind of hippie dance song or song if you want to listen to a interesting 19 typical 1970 song look that one up you'll enjoy it if if you like that kind of stuff it's pretty good so here we are he's at number two for december of 1980 and this really would be his last really high chart entry for his career he's still around he still of course makes music as that's what people do when they're when they have that talent that's what they do they make music and enjoy it <laughs> so here we are we are now at the top spot for december of 1980 this will be the last song for the year 1980 and as i said um after this i am going to come back with two episodes that will be split into two parts um of 10 songs that were did not meet our top five chart list but or just as influential, or you will definitely know them as well if you listen to any kind of 80s music. So it just shows you sometimes the chart is not the definitive say on what's popular or what was around. It's just what was played on the radio and what may have singles may have been selling at the time. With that being said, let's listen to our number one song for December of 1980. Our life together is so precious Together we have grown We have grown Although our love is still special Let's take a chance and fly away Somewhere alone It's been too long since we took the time No one's to blame, my no time flies so quickly Starting over 
just like starting over our number one song for December of 1980 by John Lennon. This was off of his double fantasy album and was the return to the top of the charts after a hiatus, after taking care of his son and refocusing on his family life that he had taken in the mid seventies. There is a lot you can say about John Lennon. He was one of the members of one of the, the founding members of rock and roll, the Beatles, voted by many to be the most influential and one of the best groups ever. I would definitely be part of that. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, this song in this album that he had just done, there's a whole lot behind it. When this did finally hit the top of the charts, it was a couple weeks after his assassination by Mark David Chapman in New York. He had just come back from a recording session for this album or an interview about this album and Mark David Chapman and had even signed this album outside before he left. There are pictures you can find on the internet of him signing the album with Chapman right there. I'm not going to go into the whole thing with Chapman and the horrible, idiotic shit he did. It speaks for itself. It's horrible and idiotic. <laughs> what else can you say about it? I will stick to this album. This was the the number one song from this album. There's a, another song off of this one, Watching the Wheels, which is just as good. This was, at my age, when I was eight, my first introduction 
to his music. I had been with my parents. I had heard a bunch of Beatles stuff. And being that young, it's almost like background noise to me. And I got a much deeper appreciation for it as I grew older and now. But this is to me was when I first got introduced to him. This song and watching the wheels is very, very memorable to me. And I, I love this album and the songs very much. The, the whole thing with his assassination was announced on Monday night. And when it happened, it was announced on Monday night football. And the game that was going on was um, the Miami Dolphins and the Patriots. So, of course, I was watching since I'm a Dolphins fan and grew up in Miami. So I remember that. And I still remember that. The announcement made during the middle of the game and my parents being affected as well because they were big Beatles and John Lennon fans too. They, it affected them as well so it may have it may have killed him but it didn't kill his legend and whatever he was trying to prove he didn't prove it so that being said this is an amazing song album and it just i think stands for itself um this was at number one and would stay there for five weeks at the end of the year overlapping into 1981 so this is how we will end um, 1980 with just like starting over. Um, I hope you've enjoyed coming in here, listening to me every week. Um, like I said, the next two will be sort of like the the miss hits of 80s that were didn't chart in the top five, but may have deserved it more. And definitely, you will definitely know some of them, and you will be amazed that they didn't aren't as high, didn't chart as high as you would think but we'll get into that next week. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me here on 80s Pop Tops. And my name is Shelby, and I hope you come back and keep on listening and just keep on listening and let me know what you think if on any of the links for the emails. Thank you very much and have a great week.